Hello, George. Hi, Carlos. Wow. You know what that applause is for? What? The fact that we made it back to this couch. We made it back. We're back. It only took five weeks. I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. It's, uh, it took, it's been, it, yes. Uh, yes. That's all it took. It's only been, it's only been five weeks since we sat on the couch last. It might, it might be more actually now that I think about it. You th- yeah. Yeah. Probably should have done a little bit of pre-production and gotten these dates. Let's say it's eight weeks, because it was not June. Maybe it was just the beginning of June. Summer was just. I feel like summer was about to get started. Because we, I feel like we didn't talk about anything about Pride Month. I didn't talk anything about my Fit Fest. My Fit Fest. I did. A, oh, I you did, were planning. I that. was planning the last time I was we talked planning about it. The the, the 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 Fit Fest for the Out Foundation, which was a. F- Phenomenal success. Ooh, nice. um, so thank you, everybody, who made it such a big success. Um, but yeah, we didn't talk. We haven't talked about that. All of July. Oh, my God. July. Ju- just, just July. Dude. Which was like, it's the equivalent of like, draw four, skip, reverse. <laughs> Draw four, draw four. That moment in Uno when someone like unloads all of their cards on you. Right. Yeah. That was July. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Wait. What's going on? The, the, I can't believe that every week that went by that we couldn't meet, all these things were happening. And I'm like, I can't believe we're not, we're not getting to record. We're, we're, there's, I mean, you know what? That th- no, yeah, we we weren't we were not going to be able to record our point of view on of these like mo- these these topics, these news events, these things. But it didn't mean that we weren't like attuned to what was going on and talking about it. And I don't know about you, but I was really heated up. Oh man, <laughs> I was so fucking heated up. What what had you most heated up though? Um. Well, fucking having COVID. How about oh, that? Sh- fucking, I got, hi guys, I am a breakthrough infection person, vaccinated, still got COVID. And it was horrible. Really? Yeah. So getting COVID was the worst part. What did you feel? What were, what were your symptoms? Una patada. Like it felt, hor- well, symptoms were um, like severe body ache, severe chills. Um, nausea, horrible nausea, um, really bad, like really bad diarrhea, um, no insomnia, no desire to eat, which is like a really fucked up thing. Loss of taste, loss of smell. I don't think I had, I didn't measure a fever, so I might've had it at the very beginning. Um, but like again, I didn't ever like when I started taking my temperature, it was already had already gone down. I never got that like tight the short breath thing, but I was super weak and I was super tired. Like I would, all I could do was basically to stay awake was a chore, and that shit felt fucking horrible. Wow, man, I can't believe that. Was, How long were you out? We, I mean, two honestly, like two weeks. It was not bad, bad, bad like that the entire time. It was definitely wor- it was worse, kind of like towards the beginning of it. Um, but yeah, and now like it's been, I mean, I, I felt, I started feeling bad on like that first weekend after 4th of July. So it was like July 9th. 
And what's today? August 13th? Yeah. And I'm starting to feel kind of the way that I felt a little bit before. Well, you've been running. I mean, we've been doing the running program. Yeah. And like, even that was like, like even that there was like the weird thing is like there'll be days that I feel great. And then like the next day I'll feel really fucking shitty and and tired. So before being able to work out five, six days a week um, between powerlifting and running, like again, like last year during when we were in lockdown, I was able to be, I was able to do all of that stuff and put out that effort and put out that energy and be able to do that amount of like exercise. Right. And so now like trying to re reintroduce that has been, I mean like trying to, f- between that and like figuring out my new work schedule too, cause I work super busy cause I just did all these other like, pr- there's like a lot, like so much has been going on. New courses. I traveled to Boston. I new courses. Yeah, I did. I'm taking like a. I'm making this. Um, have you heard of Lean Six Sigma? No. It's um. It's like a management like systems training development certification thing. Lean Six Sigma. Yeah, it takes. Um, it's like the. It's a. It is a and. It's like a management training program, which teaches you how to problem solve. Okay. Yeah. Like how to build systems and solutions to those systems. And um, you had to do that through work? It was, it was suggested that it was offered to, the, to all the administrators of our office um, as a good way to just kind of to, uh, to brush up on these skills or to even like have those skills. I had never done that before. Right. Um, and at the time, I was very interested in, I mean, I just wanted to learn more about how to do how to do more, you know, when you don't know what you don't know, how do you even begin to ask the questions about those things? Right. You know? Um, and since I'm pretty much at the top of like the lead at the leaderboard at the top of the pyramid of my office, like to learn more from the person above me would be to learn how to be an attorney, not necessarily how to be a project manager. Exactly. Okay. I see that. So that, and the system is built is like based off of like the Toyota model. Okay. So you did a course you got COVID. Uh-huh. What else? I um, you went to Boston. I went to Boston. Right. I went to Boston for so I did a summit for the Out Foundation, which is really cool because I got to meet all of the other like all the other me's, the other chapter presidents around the country, along with the entire national board and the leadership team. Which yeah, really, Amazing. really fucking cool. Really cool to be in a room full of people that really want to affect change in the fitness space. Um, and how to like how to be more inclusive and how to rethink things and and when you are so conditioned to think and see the world in one way, it's often really hard to set that aside and open yourself up to another way because you know I mean like listen I am like I'm a big guy so I just walk the world as a big guy. I don't know what it's like to not have I don't know what it's like to not do that. And so you're coming up when you're having these conversations in these rooms and you're talking about, you know, what's it like at your fitness space for the person who, um, you know, for a trans person, for a non-binary person, for, you know, for whatever, for, for all of the things that we are not. Okay. And to hear that story and to have a better understanding of what that experience is like so that I can like be, communicate that to the people down here. And the people who have their ears, that our ears are open to that. Because I'm not trying to like break down a wall that is like firmly planted, which Miami is full of people that do not want to change. I'm here to educate the people who are willing to and want it. Nice. And so to have been able to walk away from that 
that summit with that with that knowledge in my like back pocket. Um, oh, it was great. And then to be able also to also transfer that to my job was also like kind of like a serendipitous cool thing. I and love I went to that. P Town. I love it. Yeah. So can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you feel that being involved in all this keeps you or distracts you from all the noise that's around us right now? I mean, I've been struggling with finding ways to detach from all the noise. And I hear you've been doing some cool things and I can't help but to think, you know, does that... I, I, I'm surrounded by this noise and I'm, I'm letting it frustrate me. Uh-huh. And, and when I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, man, like I need, I feel like I need something that's going to detach me from the noise, you know, because that sounds cool. Like what you're doing, do you feel that you, that it, I don't want to use the word distracts you, um, but that it, you know, kind of disconnects you for a little bit from all everything that's going on. Yes and no. Um, I took on the like when when I was met with the opportunity to do the local chapter of the Out Foundation here in South Florida, I thought it was going in my head. I had it. I was excited about the idea because of the work that I had done with Pride RX and me feeling like that work was not finished. And to have the opportunity to do the work that I wanted to do with that with people that were already like successful in that arena, which is the nonprofit sector and the, the, the notion of using fitness as a way to empower people in the queer space along with um, fitness, which is something that has definitely made an impact on my life to be able to give that back was very important to me. So this was like a really great opportunity for me to do that, even though I had no fucking clue what I was doing. Right. Uh, but still just like, okay, I have contacts, I have support. I will we'll get this done and they believe that I can do it. I believe that I can do it. I've assembled a good team. So we're going to do it. So that's where we were when we started. And then, and then it like shifted into this thing where it's like, okay, my personal life is a fucking disaster. I need a distraction <laughs> from it. I need to like, instead of me being so caught up in the fact that I'm like, my fucking marriage is falling apart. Let me instead build something. And so there was little there was there was that energy going into it. Now it is it's like I'm I'm 42, I live on my own. I'm I'm back at like I'm 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 in a new like it's a start, a new start thing and it's kind of like and I'm not starting at the beginning, but I'm at I'm at a new beginning, like I'm in yeah, this is no, everything for sure, like yeah. I look my live my I live in a new place like my I'm learning these, I'm having these opportunities present themselves. It's all because I've made the space for them. Mm -hmm. There wasn't space for it before because I was, you know, I was, I was married and I had, and I was living with four dogs and there was a related, you know, and there was things, responsibilities that came with everything that had to be done. And so my life was that my life is no longer that my life is now like just me. So in the vacuum, what you fill it with is really about your, is like, I guess it was like, what am I going to fill that with? You know? And I decided to do it like something positive. Right. And like, and it's like, I was going to keep the fitness up. The foundation was going to do something. And then that has opened the doors to like other things, right. which have just been able to, I've been able to carry that over those lessons over into, into work and into figuring out that I want to go back to school you want to go back to school? Yeah. Did I have that said that already? I don't know if you said did it on I the podcast. Yeah, yeah. 
I didn't know if, we, if well, that was like, going to be public knowledge yeah. yet. You know what it is? It's like I keep thinking about, I don't get caught up in the future, but I think about making decisions today to set myself up for the future because I've kind of had a, like I've figured out something about myself. So I spend a lot of time worrying about or worrying about being taken care of, like worrying about the future. Right. And so I definitely like was seeking a person to help take care of me. Look at that. And, and so now it is, I am that person. (laughs) Yes. So it's like, let's set the intention to that. Your efforts will take care of you. Amen. Make the decisions today that will set you up to be taken care of. Right. When you need to, when you need it, you know? Yeah. So with that in mind, it's like, well, I don't necessarily want to be in this public, you know, administration space, at least consciously forever. You know, I don't, it's not not what I want. I'm also aware that like, just because I want something doesn't mean it's going to happen that way. But nonetheless, I love what we do. I love how we talk. We've talked about it enough times. I've done so much work on my own that the notion of going back to school and becoming um, like a therapist is very, 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 very attractive. Especially yeah. with the idea that like the older you get, the more um, valuable you are. Mm-hmm. Was a concept that never even dawned on me. And it felt like a relief. Like the feeling was, oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh, okay, I can do this. Oh, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm only gonna be more valuable. I'm only gonna be more lucrative. Right. With a more experience. And there was who, something, brought, who brought that to your attention? This super, really, really, this really cute guy that I met at the gym. We'll talk about him later. <laughs> Thank you. I'm blushing. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, this, is, this is good. Okay. Okay. So it's like to, so that's, that's as to the noise. Well, listen, I got caught up in the noise. I got caught up in the noise over which the, noise? Like, dude, I mean, like all between, of it. Well, I mean, like, what? What can we listen, quickly I, first summarize? All, I had COVID, so I had COVID while, like, while, like, I have COVID, and so the energy, my output ceases because I have no energy. Right. So then you start to heal, and you're just like, I can't move, and so I'm like, in, literally, like in front of a screen all day long, either the television or my phone. And while while that was happening, we had we had Surfside. The surf, you know, the Surfside Colossal. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, and so, like, all of the, all of the traumatic stories and all of the horrible things and, and all the sads, the sad, all the sadness that came from that tragedy consumed, was being consumed. Um, SOS Cuba. Oh, my gosh. And yes. the push-pull of that and, the, and the, the hypocrisy of so many things that I saw and the, and the, the emotions that I saw and, like, the, the, and the politicizing that I saw. And again, all being consumed. Right. All being consumed. And I was very, very, I was pulled most into that because of the fact that I am half Cuban. Of course. Um, and I'm also very, I find myself getting into the trenches of like political debate um, as well as like, there's something about being a therapist or people that are like really interested in like in having conversations about the way that people think that I think is unique to the work that you do. 
you have to be curious. I think you're a curious person. Yes. And I, f- and I feel like I share that about you, which is why I feel like I would, I'm excited about going into this space. Oh, you should be. Absolutely. But, like, I was You'd be with, great, for sure. Thank you. I received that. To, but to, and listening to, like, the talking heads, the politicians, the people, the influencers, friends of mine who are influencers, people who I don't follow anymore because of the things they've said as supposed influencers, was just was overwhelming. Right. Overwhelming. And I found myself yelling at the phone. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, like, when you just, like, you're not making any sense. You just, you, just, you know, people... It it, it it shines a light on how when you make decisions based like from an emotional place, um, you have blind spots. Every single time. Yes. And so then it's like, so then I'm like doing that. I'm like watching that. And just, I got it was just bitter and mad. And like I had this virus inside of me. And then I'm like consuming all this like negative energy. And what about, did you have a negative reaction <laughs> of like that moment that you're like, Fuck, I'm I got vaccinated. Like, what do you mean? Like, why oh, am I going through this? Like, no, no, you didn't have that moment. No, because there's some people that are like really like, how the fuck does this happen? You know, like, bitch, that's how the fucking viruses work. Right. Hello. Exactly. Like, <sighs> yeah. Don't even get me started. Yeah. You are. It's like, it's like, can we, instead of investing so much energy in, that you put in your posts, can we research what a virus is? Because you would know that, you know, like, yeah, you could get, like, the flu shot and still get the flu, yes. right? Yes. I mean, that hasn't changed, right? Yes. That, that's been the case, right? Because yes. I remember getting the flu shot and still getting the flu. Yes. Okay. So, again, not groundbreaking here. No. Okay. Just, uh, sorry if I'm coming off as facetious or whatever, but come on, No, but guys. that's what happens like, when people, are people, like, <gasps> people make their mean? decisions and they, when people use, when people consume their information and their in, their, they rely on information that is provided to them by a slide se- a series of slides that are graphically produced on an Instagram feed mm, right by somebody else who pulled it from somewhere else to do some like you're not there's no reading there's no analysis there's no nothing and those conversations being had on on in the pu- in the public sphere of the internet which is whatever it's ridiculous. You're just shouting into the ether. Right. Like, go talk to your fucking doctor. Go talk to your doctor. Yeah. You know, go talk to your doctor. And if you don't trust your doctor, get a fucking doctor you trust. And if you and your doctor come to a decision and you decide that that's a decision for you, guess what? None, none of my fucking business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... And I say that for both sides. Oh, right? absolutely. Like I, both sides. I don't give a... Like, I really don't give a rat's ass. Yeah. I really don't give a rat's fucking ass. <laughs> I'm like, you don't want to fuck it? You, you think you're not going to die? Great. Funny thing is, is we're all gonna fucking die. Right, exactly. Of something. And and you healthy fucking fuck faces, stop telling people to eat healthier. Leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. You go consume your vitamin D and don't wear sunscreen and be vegan and or, or don't be vegan or eat grass fed or don't eat grass. Just sh- everyone shut the fuck up. Please shut the fuck up. Please. I think the the what's really when I I don't find it surprising because we have these portals right we have these outlets that allow us to express our voice which you know is a beautiful thing i think at least i mean i think it's a beautiful thing but it's it reaches a point where now people feel they can't say anything 
to anyone anymore. And they can't, they're afraid to speak. And people now are becoming afraid to, 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 to speak. Because everybody has like a, ah, no. Nah. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, you're entitled oh, to your, you're, you're 100% entitled to your opinion. Also understand that if you are going to announce it. Preach. If you are going to, like you're going to get up on a soapbox. If the internet was like a town, back in the old, old timey days, people would get up on boxes <laughs> and start to preach. Right. Or to announce, or to you know, or to or you know, to discourse, right, 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 their positions on in you know in the middle of a thing, or you, you know what I'm talking about, like oh yeah, they would just get up there and they would just start telling and they start yelling it, it's yelling into the air and people would walk by and they would yell back like shut the fuck up or <laughs> or some people would sit and watch and be like yeah this guy's right and some people would other sit and watch and be like this guy's a fucking idiot and they would yell back and forth. That's what the internet has turned into, right. Right? That's a great visual. And it's fine. It's a great visual. And it's fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, going back to all the, like, the, the, the Eckhart work that we've done, uh-huh. like, you know, it's that, that having to tell people, like, I'm happy that you have an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. Or maybe not on certain topics. They don't have an opinion, but doesn't mean people have to value your opinion. It doesn't mean people have to honor your opinion, you know? And I think people forget that and say, no, no, you know, you need to value my opinion. You need to, you need to listen to what I'm saying. And it's caused a lot of noise. And, uh, and you know, it finally got to me. It finally, finally got to me. Just people yelling back and forth at each other? Yeah, or yeah, you yeah, yeah. listening to people yell back and forth? Yeah, at- yeah, all of the above. Yeah, yeah. it's just... This it's the same topics over and over and over again, and then it's, you know, I, I'm, I think people need to find hobbies that make them happy, and I know that sounds like me being an asshole, and I'm sorry if I'm coming off as an asshole, but like, I, I don't know, like I just it, it, it people pick a side and they pick a team, and then they they go all in. They go all in and they they well, can't. They feel they have no ch- so many of them feel like they have no choice. So too. many people feel that they can't back up, like back out. Like, oh shit, I didn't realize that. Hey guys, I'm sorry, I was wrong. I know I said this in the past, but I read some new information, and you know what? I I don't agree with it. People are like, oh shit. Well, okay. Well, uh, let me find something that counters that because I can't like back out now. <laughs> I can't I can't switch sides now. You know, and it's become a problem. But I think I am the problem. Because Where are you the problem? Because I choose to consume the information and I've let it drain me. So and it's 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 I can't believe we live in this world where I you know the two things that I do most in my life, which is my therapy practice and my music, both I I don't want to use the word require because I don't have to have it, but it it it's encouraged to have an Instagram page, right? It's how I promote my stuff. So I can't just say I'm going to get off of Instagram. Like I don't have that. I have the luxury once again, but I, it would be really how do you, detrimental. So how? I have to learn to manage my, what I consume in a better way. So I just muted everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that mute function. I love that mute. I will mute and I'll mute one person every other day. Yep. Um,
when I think about the fact that everyone has like literally the right to live the life that they want to live, and I have on record said that there is no one way to live a life. Yes, you definitely have. Um, I I always take myself back to that place whenever I start to look at someone's when I start to like hate like scroll through an Instagram just like, oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, look at this. Look, look at this, see, fucking look this fucking bitch. She's so fucking full of shit. It's one minute it's this and the next minute it's that. Like which one is it? And pick a struggle, bro. I'm taking a shit. Like I'm fighting with a fucking I'm t- I'm fighting with a plunger at this point. <laughs> you know, over this goddamn like no one f- and you and you laugh at it cuz it is ridiculous. Yeah. It is completely ridiculous and it's dumb and whatever. So I um I get what you're saying. I felt the same way. What I started to do is I started to hack my algorithm by only like I would, there's a way to like, there's a way to hack your algorithm by saving certain posts and reposting certain things. And it'll kind of shape what you see on your feed. Okay. And like, it's not just like who you follow. It's also like the types of things that you follow. So I just started like unfollowing all these like things that I used to follow. Like if I was like, if there was a social justice kind of like anything that I was following during like the during the election I was like no bye 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 right <laughs> get all that off I don't need to see it I know that if I want to seek out any information I will seek it out I don't need to be I don't need it coming to me I will find it when I want it what I want coming to me are hot guys fitness stuff cute furry buzzy animals you know, that's what I want. Like, if I'm going to choose what is going, what I'm going to put in front of me, um, then I'm going to be more conscious about those things. I like that. I think I'm going to. I think that's a great recommendation for anybody who's listening. And I am going to focus more on that because, uh, yeah, it's 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 frustrating where you, when you feel that your only option is to just stop being on Instagram. And and I know it's just a feeling. I know it's just you could do whatever you want on it, but. You know, that's how that's the feeling that arises where it's like, man, I can't even like get on this thing without feeling like frustrated or scared or angry or, you know, and 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 I can't just erase myself from Instagram because I rely on it for like my businesses, my marketing and stuff like that. So, you know, I um, that's a great recommendation. And and what I've been trying to do is definitely I've I've talked about it. I've done it a few times before, but now I've been very consistent. When I go to bed, actually an hour before I go to bed, I I forget my phone. Like I, I put it to charge in another area of the house that I don't, you know, go to. Mm-hmm. And it just stays there until the next day. And my sleep has improved tremendously. And I mean, no coincidence. I mean, it's it was a direct impact. Like the first night that I did that, my sleep was much better. It was more peaceful. So I think it's a matter of like how you manage the information that you consume, right? Or when but that's everything. Up. Sure. Yeah. That's literally everything. Yeah. Like you get to choose what you're going to expend your energy on, you know, sure. and who you're going to allow in, who you're not. Like it is, there is that, like, there is an unconsciousness, like there's an unconscious decision that you make when you decide, like, are you going to like, are you just going to say, like when someone asks you, hey, how are you? Do you just say, I'm good? And do you follow it up with, and how are you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you can always, there's always, it's up to you. And I, 
if you are not aware of it and you find yourself consciously the old, constantly reaching for your device or your phone and going to and looking for the memes and even the memes got were getting super salty and i would find myself like looking at these salty ass <laughs> memes and just being like okay george like this is just you're just you're eating junk food like it's like right it's right. delicious and stuff but even that like i had to like stop eating junk food all of those things just kind of like make better decisions and the things that you consume with and that's just yeah. If you think about that, um, nothing bad comes from it. Like it only serves to benefit you. Right. Well, you know what I found, and and I agree. Uh, what I found fascinating is, and 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 maybe someday you will experience this yourself. But like the because of the way I work, I I'm off of Instagram from like nine to like five. Like I maybe check in like once in a day. Um, because I'm just back to back to back patients like there, and that has made me enjoy my work so much more. Cause like I, I'm sitting with somebody and I'm like, okay, I'm sitting with a person. I'm fully engaged in what they have to say. I'm in a capacity where hopefully I can help them and I am not on my phone and I'm grateful. There was a point in time, not too long ago where I was like, oh man, I'm, I get so frustrated. I can't even look at my phone at any point in the day. And now I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that I don't have to. But you were just saying that you were, you were still mad. At... So that's what I was about to say. So where I'm going with this is okay. the little time that I spent on it was enough to get me <laughs> to feel this level of frustration. So yeah, it's the algorithm. You're right. It's the algorithm. I got to, I got to switch it up because there's too much anger. People are mad, dude. People you know? are mad. People, the people are like, do you read the comments? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going right. I'm blowing right past it. Like, you know, just human behavior can be fascinating, but it could be tiring. Like, stop yelling at me. Stop telling me what to do. Stop. It's so bad sometimes that I'm like, I feel bad and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No, I am doing that. Wait, I don't need to feel bad. Right. So you'll read these things and then you'll think that you're being talk. You're talking to you. Exactly. Not me. I read these things and I'm like, it's not the conmigo. That has nothing to do with me, but you guys are all ridiculous. I'm taking note of that. <laughs> I am taking note of that. Well, unless, unless it hits very close to home and like if it's like a read or something shady and I don't want to acknowledge it, I say, fuck you. And then I just unfollow them. All right. But then, but if there's like I a like morsel that. of truth, then we can like, all right, fine. But you know what I love? What? Because we were at the gym the other day, and I shared this with you, and I still love it. Is that um, I? I'll put it in the in the show notes. But that uh, Gen X page, where this guy always all he does is skits, and one person is a millennial, the other person is Gen Z, and they're always arguing about something. And the Gen X guy, every single skit just comes in and goes, "What are we talking about? Oh wait, I don't give a fuck." fuck. <laughs> you know what? I don't give I a don't fuck. fuck. <laughs> he just backs up. It's always like one second for Gen X and the other guys are left to fucking arguing. And and that resonated with me because at any given moment I'm I'm walking around and I, I jump into a conversation and I'm like, Oh fuck, I don't care about this. Okay. I jump into another conversation that people are like debating. I'm like, what are you guys debating about? Fuck. I don't care I'm about this. About okay. This. Yeah, I really don't care. And then you have the person that's like, Well, you know, it's so easy to not care. Right. Because but what's what's that going to solve? And I'm like, my sanity, like, 
fuck are you talking about there's a difference about not giving a fuck and understanding the fucks that you do give and holding them very 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 close and only minding them that's and that's what it it is nailed it it's not about never giving a fuck it's about like being mindful of the fucks that you do give and making sure that there are not too many of them because really i me for me personally i don't want to have like i don't want to have that much to have to give a fuck about right exactly. does that make sense like, oh perfect it seems like a burden yeah to be that i mean and it's probably because of my the intensity with which i do give fucks over when mm. i give a fuck it goes like it's like a very hard hot like fiery fuck yeah you know what i mean yeah like it's gonna matter it's, it's really, gonna matter. it really matters and like all of my intention is there and when the things i give a fuck about don't go the way i want to i get very upset mm. Okay. And there is a very like it's it's like so being aware of that like you you just you, you're just you're just more choosy right about when to really truly go in on something and right. give a fuck right exactly yeah I mean yeah I I, I agree and I got I, the thing is is remembering that and focusing on that because you know if somebody says you know damn bro you don't, don't you care about anything it's quick i'm quick to be like oh i don't know but and then i'm like wait a minute of course I, you do. of course i do like if there's stuff that i if you if it means enough to me i'm gonna i'm gonna turn it on what that person doesn't understand is that just because i don't give a fuck about the things that you give a fuck about doesn't mean that i don't have fucks to give exactly and people get messed up there because they want you or anybody else to basically co-sign their bullshit not their bullshit, but their fucks. Right. They want, they don't want to be on, they're not, I'm not going to judge the person, but it could be that they do not like to stand alone. They don't want to be on that stool by themselves. They don't want to be on that stool by themselves. They want to be affirmed by somebody else. Right. But they also want the glory of being able to say it. Right. Um, or they want to be able to say it without anyone throwing a rotten tomato at them because it might hurt mm. their feelings. But it's like, <laughs> if you're going to stand up and you're going to take a position Guess what? You don't, you might, first of all, you might be wrong or you, or you might not, whatever. Like it's just, you have to have the, it takes courage. So if you're going to do that, guess you're going to do that. Not everyone's going to hear you the way that you want to be heard. Not everyone's going to see you the way you want to be seen. And if that is a fear that you have, you need to face that fear. That's right. And just take the responsibility. Choose, choose the path, the path of fear or the path of wanting to fucking say shit on the internet and stand behind it. No. No, you're right. You have a very good grasp on this. I'm glad we're talking about it because I was allowing it to affect my mood. Well, the thing is that, like, I know that it's I know that I want to be liked by people. And that has caused me anxiety and has caused me conflict in a lot of ways, because I will like, for lack of a better term, dull my shine or change my ways in order to be able to be liked. Right. To maneuver yourself, navigate yeah, yourself. Yeah, because it's easier. Situ- like, it's yeah, easier yeah, yeah, to yeah. just be... I'd rather you know, get along with people than not. Exactly. Um, but that's also, like, that's also detrimental. Because you do... You end up, like, being frustrated and harboring resentment. Because you feel like you're doing all these things to be likable. And no one is fucking meeting you halfway. Uh, and then you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I'm going to be courteous because I think it's important to be courteous. But also, because, like, look, I'll think to myself, they'll see this and they'll be like, look at them, he's putting that back. That's a nice thing to do. Hmm. Like, 
maybe we should like lead by example, stuff like that. Right. Which really like it's at the end of the day, it's just my own thing. Like people are just literally carrying around their own stuff and they're being, they're just yeah. fucking cycling through that stuff. Man. Yeah. Well, okay. So, but to yeah. let that go is also to allow people to, you know, get on their soapbox and yell at the internet and tell us how horrible you feel at any given moment. And right. And that's, that's that. It's, yeah. You just don't have to consume it. I mean, I'll, I, what, you know, the, the, the whole thing with SOS Cuba, the, the people that really made me mad were the people that leveraged that to use it for their own agenda. Like you see these people, this is why you don't want this in this country. And that, that bothered me because people used it. It took the focus off of what was important. And I, I, I don't know. You know, there was what, a like, lot of conflating with that, which yeah. is like you take certain issues and you try to draw comparisons or you try to draw direct, a direct line of like cause and effect right. to something that really is like, you're not, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't, this is, don't want to get into all that. No. Yeah. I know. Because I, I, I agree. I don't a, want be, to. Because it's, such an emotional yeah it is such an emotional thing right you know it is it is so far past any rational explanation that to even like try to get into all that right now just to me seems very futile right um, and, and for those of you that are yelling at us right now or yelling at me right now I, I, let's be clear that it's not about the what's accurate what's not it's the behavior it's that people used something it's like and because I, you know, like with, it's like they're disorganized. It, it, it's there's like five hundred different issues on the table when it comes to what's going on over there, literally. And it's and if you're talking about generations, not just yeah. the last sixty-two years, you're talking about like generations of fucking trauma. You know, if yeah. everybody's fucking every so 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 much. Yeah. It, it it's like when. I mean, in therapy, there are moments where it's appropriate for the therapist to self-disclose some things if it's pertinent to what you guys were talking about. And you can quickly, quickly bring it back around to the patient, like okay. very quickly. Like, you know, yes, you know, I, oh, I understand what you mean. I happen to have a 14-year-old son and, you know, this and that. And I, yeah, he gives me, you know, some, ah, da, 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 da. okay, so what I'm trying, all that to say, and then you bring it back to the patient. This is how this helps you. Mm -hmm. Me disclosing this information, this is how it helps you, right? But imagine being a patient and your therapist just talks about himself the entire time. And that's that's the behavior I'm referring to where it's like, I have an agenda, I have an opinion, and then we have this big issue going on, and I take the focus off of that issue to feed my agenda. Mm -hmm. And that's the... so. That's to be, it's not about whether what you post is right or wrong, accurate or inaccurate. It's not, that's not what this is about. It's about that I'm going to, oh, look at this opportunity. I'm going to use this and yeah. take the focus off of what is important, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, because these people are suffering. I mean, the level of suffering, the videos of the kids getting dragged out of their house. Mm -hmm. Forget about it. No, forget about it. Forget about it. I, 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 I yeah, yeah. What was... What was new for me or illuminating for me was this. I never realized that the fucking world didn't realize what was going on down there. Mm, I'm so used. Right, to, I'm so yeah. for me, it's so ingrained. It's such a fluent it's such concept a, it's here. So we, I'm so clear on the I'm so very, very, very clear on what the fucking true nature of that regime is um, that it was never like the the notion 
that that there is like people rationally thinking people out there that believe it to be a good place is so wild to me. It is wild. It's wild. It is. You know, and I was and I am I was very naive to that because of the fact that I grew up here because of the, the this very specific fucking trauma that my family went through because of that. So that was new for me. And that was kind of like oh shit there's a fuck and then you start to think about that. You're like like to to have so much rancor and hate and fucking anger for to against people who really don't fucking know, and I get the frustration of like people who don't know really shouldn't have a fucking opinion until you fucking learn, and then you should also question your sources. So I get all of those things right. because I'm a fucking rationalist, smart person. But also like you're gonna lose the fight if you're only option if you're only giving people one option like. Uh, we all believe this, and this is the only fucking solution. And if you this, if you don't agree with our solution, then get the fuck out of our bus. And it's right. like, oh wait, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just lost me. Right, right, right. You yeah. had me. Like I was on the train, on the train with somebody, and then they all, so many of them go left, and they right. go off. It's always when they take the emotional train. Right, Ooh, right. You right. lose me. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And then they're like, or go to fucking hell. I'm out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. It's 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 the. You know, to add the men of a certain age element to mm-hmm. this to this uh, episode, what were the equivalents when we were growing up? Because the '90s were a controversial time Dude, too. Was that '90s or was that already so, 2000s? No, it was '90s. Okay, so Elian. Elian. What else was happening? I remember there's something about 2020 and 2021 beginning with our episode talking about George Floyd and then talking about Rodney King. Okay. Right. I was just going to mention Rodney King. So like it started there, like, and, and I can go back to the episodes where we were talking about how there's a lot of things that we've seen before happening now, obviously at a very accelerated on steroids type vibe because of social media and all that. But I feel like the nineties were, you know, like there was a, there's a lot of things going on in the 90s that were controversial as well. Do you think, would, would transformative be the right word? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what okay. I was thinking that Trans- you sound, it okay. sounds like, yes, the 90s definitely were transformative between, I mean, think about it, like the wall, the fucking Berlin Wall comes down. Yes. It's the fall of the Soviet Union. Right. Um, the redrawing of basically all of Europe right. and all those maps, everything that comes out of there. And that's the thing that people forget about, like, I'm sorry, you know, Miami folks, like there's an entire world out there. Right, exactly. You know, and like this is just a microcosm of everything else that's going on. Also, like the world is, the more information, the more access we have to other people's opinions, (laughs) um, you know, like there's that feeling of being connected, but you're not like, you, you, you see the notion of like, you know, you see the, you see people with like, you know, hundreds and thousands of comments, whatever, like hundreds and hundreds of likes. And it's weird. It's, it's another, it's another character in the story. Right. The, the notion of collectiveness, cause that's, it is a collective like thought, social media. Yeah. Cause you're, you're, you're shouting into the ether with the hopes of getting people to engage with you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, like yeah, I, I post you. pictures because a I want there's people out there who I know that I want to share that picture with. There's also people out there that I don't know that 
I hope like what I'm doing or like what I'm posting. Mm. And in turn, I hope that energy draws them, draws me closer to them and opens a door, creates an opportunity. Like that's kind of how I see the tool of, uh, that's how I see that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Of my tool. Like it's not just, it, it is sharing parts of the parts of my life that I want to share. It is, um, sharing ideas, hearing things like it's a way to get to know people in a way that you probably wouldn't want to, wouldn't know them or want to know them for it in certain <laughs> instances. Like, okay, overshare. Sorry. Yeah. yeah the latter. Yeah, um, definitely the latter. But it's just like, it just, it's a no, it's another, it's another character in your life. It's another person that sits in your house with you every single day. And you have it in your pocket. So does your wife. So do your kids. So does your your parents. I don't know if your parents do. Yeah. But like everyone around you is walking around with like literally the entire world in their pocket. Right. Yelling and screaming at each other at any given moment. That's bizarre. It is. To it's put it that nuts. way. To put it that way, it's, it's right? so bizarre. Yeah. And it's only when you put it down and you get to sit in front of the couch with your friend and be like, hey, what's up? That you actually start to feel a little better. Yes. I do feel better. I'm glad. Yeah. You look better. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I was... It's very angry. I could tell. I, was, I could tell. <laughs> but you're a therapist. You're not supposed to get angry. Not Bullshit. yet. Oh, you're talking about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking about me. <laughs> but I like your energy. <laughs> you know, like you offer someone another way of looking at things. And it's not because you want them to, because you feel like, because you, because you want to be right about something, right? Because there's mm. people who'll be like, well, the way I do it is yeah, da, 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 mm. as if to say that their way is the right way. Right. Um, no, that's not for me. It's just like the way I think about it is this other way. I mean, I go with the Ted Lasso method, man. You know, not method man. Well, Ted Lasso method. And it is be curious, not judgmental. Remember that episode? No. Oh man, when, he, when he when he's no. doing the darts. When he, oh yes, 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 goes, yes, yeah. yes. I read a quote by Walt Whitman: "Be curious, not judgmental." Yeah. You were gonna say something about Ted Lasso? I was gonna say something about Ted Lasso. I haven't watched the latest episode, but there is the the shine is wearing off. No, no. Watch the watch the latest episode. Mm-hmm. Watch the latest episode. It's just like there's there is like. You need certain things at certain times. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'll watch it again. Watch the new episode. Though. Okay. It's uh, because I think it's interesting that you had this. This. Where are we? The third episode. I just watched the fourth one. I think. I'm not, whatever it is. The last one. I was like, eh. Okay. But then. The latest episode, I was like, "There it is." I mean, it okay. all the feels perfect. It was, it Love was, that. it was great. It was great. I, and I was like, "Yeah, this isn't going anywhere." The level of character development on that show. I mean, it's going to be another podcast episode, so I, let's not talk about it too much <laughs> now. But the level, the degree of character development. I, I look at every character, and I'm like, "There is so much to be developed here." Yeah. Oh my god! And the character they're developing. Mostly this season, I am. I love it. I okay. love it. Yeah, yeah. The I'm not giving up, but there yeah. is a lot of content that I'm consuming. I mean, there's a lot of shows out there that are putting out stuff, and I have taken a little bit of a backseat to 
to uh, to move to everything. I mean, I haven't turned yeah. my TV on in two days. Oh, good for you. That's actually very healthy. I'd rather so, I'd rather you do that than watch Ted Lasso. Just, so, yeah. however, if you do turn on your TV and you have Amazon Prime, watch uh, Val, the Val Kilmer documentary. Really? Yes. Val Kilmer? Yes. I know. I had the. That's everybody has the Ice same Man? reaction. Everyone has the same reaction. Uh. That's incredible, though. He says that in the documentary. What? That when when people hear Val Kilmer and they go, Val Kilmer? Iceman? From Top Gun? You know, and I'm like, yeah. And, 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 and I'm watching the documentary and he and I'm like, yeah, people do say that. You know? Just another voice. Maybe I've it's been so conditioned by the all fucking algorithm. All, all, <laughs> all, man, but watch it's, it. Did you know he had throat cancer? He lost his voice. He has to talk through a box. He got aerial voice box. Huh? No, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, it's a great, it's a great documentary because he, on his on his own, he did his, um, he carried around a camcorder, and he has a lot of like footage, of all the movies that he's done. But like raw footage and like them messing around and them like it's, and his story it's really tremendous. It's a great. It's the it's the most like it's the surprise of the year. Like um, oh wow yeah that's like a really people, bold statement yeah no well not my statement but like. It's really like it's raving reviews. Like, did really. you were you the one that told me to watch the Heal documentary? I did. Yeah, that was me. Okay, why? Because it's amazing. That's that to me has been the most like transformative, profound thing that I've watched in a very long time. Yeah, it it took me from. It took that documentary took me from knowing things in theory, to actually applying. And I'm so glad I watched it. It's great. It is great. Because then, like, I... I it gets a little... It gets a little... Oh, it's, it's super hokey. It's a little hokey at the little? end. No, during... No, there's moments that are laughable, and I there's and the, I throw that disclaimer out to anybody. The, the energy No, guy, no, no, forget the, about it. Oh, no. you got to... That... There's a lot of, like, moments where I'm like... Oh. But... Okay. But, but... But... That, I know, is my own conditioning. Like, that's my own bias... The core of what it's about, there's been truth to that. I've taught it in courses, but I've never used it for myself. Yeah. Never used it for myself, you know? And and and, and I'm like, I, I, we watched it in three pieces. It's not a long documentary, but Lauren and I go to bed at a certain time every night. So if it's an hour and a half and we usually have 30 minutes to, you know, to, to watch stuff on TV every night. So, but like I, I got up and I'm like, I'm ready to change. I'm ready. I, I, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to really take this serious. Like I need to manage my stress better. I, I, I feel that I manage my stress well because I talk about it all day long, but that is not what helps you manage your stress. Well, correct. So I'm like, wow, like healer, heal thyself. Right. So it's like, I'm, I'm teaching people the stuff I'm helping people through it, but I openly, and I'm admitting that I have not to that degree helped myself de-stress you gave me that recommendation before right around the time that i was leaving to boston because i watched it on the plane to boston right i'll tell you this the trip to boston changed a lot for me i did not come back the same person that i left um and part of the mindset aside from like the lessons i learned was like getting into there was a was that documentary was that you are that like your mind is just constantly consuming your body is a product of what it consumes 
if you consume, you know, junk, you're gonna put if you're putting junk in, you're gonna get junk out. And that's that's not just in your like performance, that's also like in your health, that's in your mindset, in your mental health. Yada 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 yada. It is right. all it does all connect. Right. It does all connect. The mind body soul connection Absolutely. is like mind body spirit, whatever you want to call it, is very true. Um and changing when I started to change the con like when I started thinking about the phone and the, the media and the everything as another like nutrition, like, yeah. like something that's like, what are you like? Are you, are you consuming nutritious content? Right, right. Exactly. When I started to frame it in that way, I was like, Oh, okay. These are, okay. This is pretzels. This is Cheetos. Right, 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 right. This is fucking double cheese pepperoni pizza. Sometimes it's funny and delicious, but you always feel shitty afterwards. Yeah, but guilty while you're consuming. But while you're eating, I'm like, that's so good. Mm, this fucking hateful shit over here. You know, like, yeah, whatever, whatever. You right, know, right. Like, I totally know has, what you everyone mean. has what that is for them. Yeah, you know, so just that's a that is something I made that connection for myself. And when doing so, like once you know, you can you have a choice. Do you continue doing the same thing, or do you do you adjust and like experiment to see how you feel? And I've been f that. Well, that, uh, good. I'm happy. That. I it's all about great. finding my frequency, my friend. Fine. There you go. I, I I think I'm. I didn't realize how much ego, I I was. You know, my ego was really loud, because. You know, my, my, my jaw started hurting. I started getting TMJ. And this is right after I watched the documentary. So I go to my dentist and she's like, wow. She's like, you're really grinding your teeth. And I, she's like, you're stressed. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I feel fine. What are you talking about? Like, I help people through stress. How can I, I have the most stress-free jaw. I'm not stressed. She's like, okay, but uh, you're grinding your teeth a lot. And uh, that's usually a sign of stress. And I had to, you know, just ego out and just say i am stressed and i gotta get in tune with what are the triggers what are the stressors what is going on i have to and uh and i and i thought about the documentary because at the root of most chronic illnesses diseases is the stress factor and i need if you get that under control it'll help your actual body your organs and in a, in a very, very powerful way. So I had to swallow my pride and I had to realize that therapist or not, I'm still a human being and I could still suffer from stress and anxiety and, and, uh, and clearly I am stressed. And so I'm glad you liked the documentary and yeah, so I feel much better and George, where can they find us? Well, um, Thank you for joining us for another episode of Men of a Certain Age, the yeah. podcast. You can find us um, on all, anywhere you consume your uh, podcast. If you're listening to us, you've already found us. Tell your friend. Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher. Again, you can find all things uh, Men of a Certain Age, the podcast related on the internet. We are MoacaMedia.com. On Instagram, we are Moaca Podcast. Very good. Yes. At Moaka Podcast, and I am at George I. Sanchez on Instagram. And I am at Cardos.Escanilla and at Cardos305Music. This was great. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Yet again. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. <laughs>